Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Pre-jingle. A pre-jingle chat. Uh, let's do questions. First question of the week comes from uh, Alex West. Uh, I'm not going to read her uh, her tweeter handle. Uh, she tweeted me, at the John Hastings. You can also send questions to uh, John Hastings Podcast at gmail. Um, dot com. Uh, there'll be a question at the end as well. Uh, Alex White writes, if I wanted to start write, uh, reading conspiracy theory websites, where should I start? Well, you want to start uh, easy, something more traditional, um, not nearly as mental. I would go uh, Alex Jones's prison planet. Alex Jones, you may know as a uh, fat Texan who yells. He's been kicked out of a lot of things and is a, basically a windbag. Uh, my favorite moment is when he argued with an engineer about uh, 9-11 truth, and his point was, you work for the government, and the engineer's point was, no, I just understand basic laws of physics. So, you can check that out, uh, prudsonplanet.com and infowars.com, I'm podcasting while walking, nearly fell down the fucking stairs right there. Is that a conspiracy? Who knows? Probably not, though. Um, you can check that out. I also think conspiracytheory.com, great place to look. Or what I also like to do is you Wikipedia conspiracy theory, then Google the conspiracy theories that then list themselves. Because there is a wide variety of nutty fucking ideas out there, all being exploited and explained by people who... Um, uh, are too busy sweating from the palms instead of having a social life. I think conspiracy theories are a goddamn delight. There is no beginning, middle, or an end of how fucking bat poo these fucking ideas can be. So go check them out. Enjoy it. Alex, thanks for the question. She's actually a friend of mine. I know her from university. She's one of the best. She is the person that I see the rarest when I go back to Canada and also the person I'm always upset that I see the rarest when I go back to Canada. She's a great person. She has a uh, podcast as well called The Horror Faculty. Um, I think you can follow her on Twitter at ScareAlex. And she's always been a big supporter of the podcast. I know I don't usually read out people's emails or tweets, Twitter handles that um, email the show. But I wanted to support her. Uh, she's great. One time we smoked a bunch of weed and laughed on her roof for long. She had the best apartment in Montreal. She was literally across the street from the university. The only downside is uh, her room was the size of a shoebox, and um, one of the other uh, roommates had to sleep literally on it was like a balcony. And he had a girlfriend. Like he was fucking up there. It was mental. Anyway, guys, uh, an absolute pleasure. Um, have a fucking uh, great day, and let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> This is the John Hastings Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Please welcome John Hastings. Um, another quick announcement. Uh, supposed jingle announcement before we're in the meat of the show. Uh, I'm looking to tour. Uh, the old fucking Edinburgh Hour and this podcast doing it live. What does that mean? It means if you have a venue or you have a house and you want me to come do the podcast live, get in contact, johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. I've set it up before. It was fucking great and a lot of fun. Uh, talk to Paul Crew. I think we're going to do another one in the new year. So yeah, check that shit out. Uh, or listen for dates. For example, we're doing a live podcast December the 11th in London. Um, you can follow me on Twitter or go to my website for more information about that. Shizomla. 
And uh, it's going to be fucking awesome. Um, come check it out. It's going to be great. I love you all. You're super duper. Peace in the Middle East. And now, supposedly the actual show. Although I may, I may try and come up with another announcement to go right here. Because so, we've got the pre and post jingle show. And now, and now this. Well, no, not just this. This is fucking golden. Wasn't it? I think it was. Am I going to do the interlude right now? Yeah, now that I've wasted it. Oh my, everyone. I didn't even turn that off. Hey, it's a day late with the podcast. Just reeling from the news. Lee Evans is quitting stand-up comedy, for those of you who don't know. Lee Evans, the British guy who was also playing an American in uh, There's Something About Mary, is a fucking... A monster stand-up over here. A monster. As in he um, has a tail and those spiky rock things on the back of his uh, uh, of his head. And uh, and he stabs people, man. He fucking straight up stabs people with them. That's not true. He's just a very popular, successful uh, stand-up comedian who is um, living fucking in the UK. And he... Um, Announced his retirement, which I always think is interesting when people say, I'm retiring from stand-up comedy. No more! No more of these jokes. Yes, the travel gets to you. He's been doing it for 30 years. He's recently lost his manager. All those things, but I just... I just find it a little strange. Uh, and uh, and absolutely... Um, I don't know how to think about it. I always think it's weird, the idea of someone wanting to retire from the life of show. Because I don't think it's that hard. Um, as I, I've had real jobs. And I never look at it as that. But yes, there's a lot of travel. It's hard in a family. So do I understand his point? Yes. But I do I agree with it? Well, how do you disagree with someone saying, well, I'm retiring? You have to be a goddamn prick. Am I a prick? Hey, are you a prick? No, I'm not. I'm a good man who understands that he is uh, moving on to greener pastures. Greener pastures that... Uh, he wants to be part of it. And it's just a weird thing. It's more the announcement. That's actually what it is. Is Can you get to it, John? Can you explain what your point is? The point is this. I am shocked he's retiring. Because the idea of, of retiring from comedy is weird. Making an announcement. That being said, I have a number in my head that if I ever reach, you'll never see my black ass again. Say that as a, as a black person. Black man. And, uh, oh, racial. It's a very British thing I've picked up, which is anything controversial said. I then state it like in full fact, like like whenever I yell off scaffolding to a woman, I just am like, oh, sexism. It's great. You're completely covered. No one can be like, hey, what are you doing? You're like, I'm covering myself financially uh, with a, a blanket of irresponsibility. Uh, a couple of big announcements, December the 10th. Ooh, what a treat. We're doing a live. What's that? A live? Yes. Live podcast. From um, my uh, favorite place in the world, the uh, basement of an abandoned gentleman's club in the center of London. Email John Hastings Podcast at gmail.com. Um, tickets are selling the opposite of hotcakes, and the promoter, bit of a drinker, has uh, been emailing me, letting me know how many tickets I've sold. So I'm blissfully aware about how few of you have bought tickets. Please. Go buy tickets. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to have a great time. You're going to be all like, yeah, yeah, I loved it. It's so funny that we turned Swedish. 
So come check out the show. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to put this in. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not sure. And uh, this will be edited out. Let's talk about Bill Cosby being a rapist. Who the fuck knew that even in North America, our childhoods could be shattered by sex crime? Britain, I understand. Jimmy Savile, Ralph Harris, possibly that other guy who says nicey-nice on the dancing show. But not Bill Cosby, not Dr. Huxtable, not the basis of the doctor from The Simpsons. Gone. Ripped asunder. So now, now what are we left to do? To just question. Question it all. And be confused. Be unsure. Now that we know that Theo's dad... Wanted to do more than just scold cockroach. It's fucking mental, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe? I I actually can't believe it. At I lie. I can completely and totally believe it because he's a celebrity. I heard rumors that he loved Asian hookers from a friend of a friend who worked on not the Cosby Show but on Cosby. Remember in the nineties when his um he wanted to buy even more. Probably Asian prostitutes and lawyers to cover up his rape charges. So we did another show, and the, the pitch literally was, it's the wife from my other show, but instead of being rich, we're poor. And everyone was just like, yes, yes, put it on the air. Put it on the air and jack me off. Um, oh, I don't know why the network executive is getting jerked off in that. And he's just like, yes, I want Bill Cosby in here, and I want him to explain all that rape stuff to me, too. Slowly, while well, I got a belt around my throat. Listen, I hope Bill Cosby's brought to justice. I fucking do. I think it's amazing how the industry has stood up and taken everything away from him. And I know what some of you are thinking. Hey, John, aren't you being a little hypocritical because you've heard some stuff about Bill Cosby that reaffirms your belief that this is correct? And it's a guess. And also, he's been a squeaky clean fucking moral high ground douche his entire goddamn career. So it doesn't surprise me in the least that he's covering up for something else. And just fuck you, Bill Cosby, you fucking raper. He's not even a rapist. Shows that he wasn't sure. He's a raper. He fucking loves it. Jello pudding pop cunt. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that his son's dead. Oh, God. What if that had anything to do with it? Like the brutal murder of his son. And he, and he was just like, no one listened when I, when I said no to that. So does that mean that I don't have to listen to anyone ever saying no again? Oh, God. I can't believe I'm putting this podcast out. Well, I can believe it completely and totally, actually. Um, I just, I feel bad. Uh, I'm going to go regroup. Richard Massara letter coming up, guys. That was a rough one. Day. Um... The fucking recorder isn't being organized by the computer, so I can't load the last segments of the show. So, uh, instead, I've included a new bit that I'm working on. Let me know if you like it. Alright, sweet. Thanks very much for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Love you, bye. Oh, hi. Coming. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good? Yeah. yeah! Awesome, me too as well with all of that. Alright, let's get to it. Um, my story is about uh, revenge. 
my dream. I never get vengeance on people that I want to. <laughs> it's a much funner story than that beginning intro makes it sound. But here's the thing is that I, I just feel like in the UK, you guys have a bad reputation for customer service representatives being horrible, and I don't think it's deserved. It's the customers in this country are the worst <laughs> that I've ever seen in my entire life. I was once in a Tesco's at 6 p.m. and a drunk man walked in and said, is this a Waitrose? The staff member said, no, the drunk man threw up and left. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be on your coat of arms, madam. <laughs> Do you live where are you from? France. France. Oh, the warmest people of all of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. No, I've been to France. It was just a hug and a little... What is your name? It doesn't matter. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> He said, as he, as I just want French cheese. Anyway, <laughs> back to my story. It's so strange, a French person interfering. You never do that in international policy. That would have been funnier. But I just, I couldn't. It's not 2004. Anyway, so back to my great story. Here's what happened. I always get fucked over by people because I don't I don't, I, I don't want to get angry I never want to get angry with people I don't know I don't want to affect their day I don't want to be the one who caused the murder spree <laughs> you know what I mean you always hear about that no, he was an unassuming man and then just one day he snapped because he was on phone with this Canadian who was living in London and he was trying to get his Wi-Fi to work and they said they'd sent the router, but the router didn't connect with the wall plug, so we called the virgin technician to come face and threatened his family, which I, I dream about doing but never do, because then that virgin technician just goes, maybe I am a cunt face, I don't need this family, and he murders his entire family. That's on me, if heaven's real, I don't need them bringing that up, just being like, wait a minute, you're John Hastings, you're the one who called uh, Bill Kamalala, a cunt face that caused the death of his family, so, hell, and I was like, no, that doesn't, what the fuck, I want to talk to your supervisor, he's on lunch right now, you're a cunt face, and I'm in hell now, so, I never, I never get, I never get the vengeance with the, the, the customers, the vengeance, it sounds like a weirdo, you know, vengeance, so, here's what happened. I, uh, two Fridays ago, I was with my girlfriend, um, I, uh, I, I'm a comedian, so usually on Fridays I'm, I'm, I'm working, but this Friday I wasn't working, so my girlfriend and I went out for drinks, and I hadn't been drinking in like six months, and I don't know if you guys know this, but if you don't drink for like six months, like two beers, you are hammered. It is awesome. It is not worth not drinking for six months, but it is so much fun. And so, and I was drinking, and we get home. And my girlfriend is like lying in bed, and I am um, trying to be all like sexy and coquettish, but I'm drunk, and no, no man looks is, 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 a, is drunk and sexy. You're either sexy or you're drunk. <laughs> Never the two. So I'm literally trying to like I know how to woo her. I'll empty my pockets in an alluring manner. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, like, take my keys and like throw them on the bed. What's the part of the original story I was playing? And I overhand it onto the match. Like that, I mean business. That's gonna be your vagina in the bedroom. Treated with disregard. And then I took my phone out. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I just threw my phone at my laptop. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever done something stupid. I've done a lot of stupid things. And you never realize you've done something stupid after the fact. It's always just as it's about to happen. Like, just as you're about to eat the sushi and you're like, why was this a dollar? <laughs> Just as you're about to close the door of your car and go, why are the keys still in the ignition? <laughs> it's, it's always that moment. And you're like, ah, oh, the counselor was right. I don't know if you have those in the UK, but assume you don't. Let me just tell you, it's very apt. Observation. Anyway, so <laughs> my phone hit the screen. I don't know if you guys know this about iPhones, but or, um, they can break your laptop screen incredibly well. <laughs> it was shattered, a spark came out of it. I looked at my girlfriend and I went, like that, but to you. <laughs> and then she did not fuck me. <laughs> nothing puts you in the mood less than seeing the man you're in love with go, Phone goes to her computer! You're pussy now! Oh, I had a southern accent. For purposes of the joke, I do. So, next morning, it's 8 a.m. We wake up, I have that, like, that hangover, but now you have something to do sleep. Like, I don't know if you've ever, like, left your keys at a pub, or left your wallet at a pub, and you realize as you're falling asleep that you're like, Oh, now I have something to do in the morning! But that, like, that fuels the hangover. Because the hangover was told, we're going to lie in bed for a bit, and then you're going to play the Wii, and then there will be the acquiring of a greasy breakfast. <laughs> and then suddenly it's like, no, you're going to quickly eat, like, a piece of bread, and then go out and try and accomplish the day, and then the hangover's like, oh, then I'm going to give you doubts about your body type. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy having the runny shits, my friend, because... <laughs> You will get that around Holborn Station. <laughs> so my girlfriend and I, we get up nice and early. She is, is not hungover at all. And my, my girlfriend is this, this, an angel of a, of a girl. She was excited to go to the Apple Store because she said it's an adventure. She was able to spin that positively. And I, and I just, and I, was, I don't even, if she was a sandwich, she would be sunshine on rye. And, and if I were a sandwich, I would be anger on burnt toast, because fuck you. That's... So we go to the Apple store, which is a place, and I don't want to get angry. I don't want to get angry in front of her, because it's already, we're already on thin ice. She already thinks that I think my phone can only be charged by murdering my MacBook. Something along the... So I'm just like, I'm just nervous. I don't want to get angry around her. And the Apple Store intimidates me because it's... There's something... It's like... It's like if you're... Like if you're anally retentive... Your friend's anally retentive girlfriend open a shop. Everything has a place, but it doesn't really make sense. Like, why are there so many tables but no chairs? Oh, chairs aren't in anymore. It's only standing and looking at glass. Like, it's like if the missionary position opened a shop, actually. That you're attempting to accomplish a goal, you think this is how to do it, and yet you want to look no one in the face. It's just, like, it's... If, if fascism and cleanliness came together, that's Apple computers. And so, you walk in, 
and and I I don't have an appointment. You need to have an appointment at an Apple store because. It, what? Yeah, you do. I didn't know either until I walked in and spoke to a genius, which is an accurate. And you're like, genius, really, to fix a computer? Yeah, because they have to listen to all of us walk in with our broken iPhones and lie about what happened. <laughs> Your iPhone's broken. What did you do? I, it was I. It, it was like that before. <laughs> it's got toilet water in it. You did. You did that. <laughs> so I didn't know I had to have an appointment. I was told immediately by by a sign that was written on a piece of paper with a mark. This is a computer shop, and they have written a handwritten sign. You need an appointment. Things. That is not a sign of organization and good times that the Apple store doesn't have like an iPad that's like powered by the, the will to destroy Bill Gates telling you need an appointment. No, they have to write it down. You're like, oh, this is going to be bad. And we walk over to the translucent staircase that leads you to the genius area. And there's a man, 50 years old, but that 50 that only came around the last five years, like 50, but he still has arm muscles. Not like the traditional 50 where it's like you have a gut and a story about how you killed a German, like the new 50, where you have a pro skateboarding sponsorship and tattoos. Like, he had gray hair, but he also had frosted tips. Like, it looked like he was there when ecstasy first was rolled out, he did too much and, like, cryogenically froze himself and woke up with a job at the Apple store. And he was a dick! And I say that because these tattoos... We're the Triforce from Legend of Zelda, the video game. <laughs> Hulk Hogan from wrestling. And Mario and Yoshi from Mario's World. And what a dick to steal all my ideas for tattoos. <laughs> well, I walk up to this guy and I have my computer. And I go, can I have an, an appointment to see a genius? And he goes, we're full! I'm like, okay, for how long? And he went, for a long time. We're full. And I went, what about the other location at Oxford Circus? And he went, they're full too! And I went, everything's full. And he went, everything is full, sir! We are full! And why, why are you yelling? And I said that in the way that, that men say, why are you yelling? Which is, if you're yelling, then I get to yell. And I said, fuck, something about you. And then he just goes, we're full! We're, we're under a lot of stress, sir! It is not our jobs to help you fix computers! And he said it in such a way that I actually walked away with my girlfriend going, wow, what a sad man. I can't believe that everyone thinks it is his job to fix... It is his fucking job to fix computers. And I turned back around and went, hey, isn't it your job to fix computers? And he went, yeah, convinced your other one. That's why I'm a genius. <laughs> my girlfriend being the angel that she is, saw the anger in my eyes, took me away. We went and got coffee, walked around central London headed to Charing Cross Station to come back home to my house where we would mourn the loss of my computer and we would Google how to fix it, but that's impossible. <laughs> Got into Charing Cross. Charing Cross is more crowded than I've ever seen in my entire life. It is jam-packed because there were fans of football wrestling at King's Cross. This is two weeks ago. You can look it up in the newspapers. They were wrestling on the tracks on the northern line of King's Cross Station, and people, yeah, and people weren't excited. Ladies and gentlemen, evolution taking place right before our eyes. The announcement should have been, there isn't a major delay at King's Cross. I see the light, I'm getting off in a second. They just laughed more than I thought they would. 
<laughs> Make like King's Cross. It should have been. Ladies and gentlemen, trains are moving fine. Gonna be a bit rocky around King's Cross. <laughs> Don't worry, city will be less stupid and less crowded by the morning. <laughs> We're waiting. It's so packed, full and tight. Finally, train arrived to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the only Northern Line train for the next 10 minutes. And everyone reacted like they just said, ladies and gentlemen, zombies are coming and they look like they're ready to rape. Get on this last train. Grab <laughs> <laughs> So an old woman uh -huh. dropper came, threw a right, and head on in. Me and my girlfriend jammed in so tight that we're actually turned back around, facing the door of the train. And now I suddenly realize I am face to face with the apple genius that was so meant to me before. And I don't know what to do. I'm just staring at him and just think, you ever get, you know when you did that thing that your parents always talk about, that bad thing you did, and they were so angry they couldn't even speak? Your dad just made this noise, mm, and went to another room. <laughs> that moment. And then I just see my girlfriend's hand emerge from her side, put her hand on the man's chest, and she just went, it's full, and pushed him out.